Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. Welcome to a big Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning. Of course, this Saturday night, the Tab Million Dollar Chase, the second in 2022. What a night it is going to be. We'll chat with a number of participants who will be featuring on Saturday night, including Jay Opatia, Shane Stiff and Joe Comedo. And we'll, we'll talk with Mark Arendale, a fellow race caller, later on in the program. He'll be down at Wentworth Park to call a race at headquarters for the first time. But it's going to be a, an outstanding show. Our first guest this morning, Jay Opatia, who prepares Aglan Luai. They're racing. Good odds, Casher. Touch low. Ibrox Wildfire missed the start. Lime Rock Park leads to the first corner from Aglan Luai, who's got right up on the rail. There was a scrimmage back in the field, and Good odds. Cash checked out of the race. Ibrox Wildfire railed up to thirds. Zara's Ivan fourth. Then Country Double Shay. Good odds. Cash lasters. Victor Sinet off the back straight. And Daglan Luai's got up on the inside and taken a slender lead. Lime Rock Park. Ibrox Wildfire's getting home. Zara's Ivan getting up on the inside. But it's Aglan Luai for rookie trainer Jay Opatea into the million dollar chase final. Aglan Luai beats Zara's Ivan and Ibrox Wildfire. Good odds. Cash. Luckless in fourth, then Lime Rock. Yeah, that was Aglan Luai who scored an upset win in the semi final of the Tab Million Dollar Chase there at Wentworth Park last Friday night. And we're joined by his trainer now, Jay Opatia. Good morning to you, Jay. Good morning. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Firstly, a big congratulations to you. Just talk us through Friday night and the emotions immediately post race. Just must have been a, a massive thrill for you. Yeah, I went in there with. Some sort of expectation that once he pulled it off, it was uh, unbelievable. Yeah, I could imagine. And and going into the the semi final, as as we just heard there, it was a, it was a very strong heat. We, of course, we had Good Odds Cash, the national sprint champion. Um, also, Ibrox Wildfire. What were the confidence levels like going into the the race there last Friday? No, oh, because he had the one. I thought if he could punch up another rail, he'd be the chance. They had to cross him and. Uh, they couldn't, so yeah, he ran away with the race. And and just, just talk us a little bit about him. How did you how did you get the dog? Um, I did read a story uh, the other day on on Rod O'Brien actually bred the greyhound. Uh, he's in a similar. I think he's the same litter or a similar litter to to his grand, of course, who also contested the the semis there on Friday. So just talk us about. How you were able to acquire the the dog when he was a youngster? Yeah, I was just um, looking for a young pup to sort of buy and rear. And um, mum saw him on the internet for I think they were advertised for eight thousand, and uh, just give Rod a call and um, asked asked how how many were selling, and he said they were selling four. And there were um, two dogs, two bitches for sale, and told him. Um, the blue bring the dog. I don't think he. I think he was his favourite, but he ended up giving him to me, and he knocked a thousand off the price for for paying up front straight away. And um, yeah, lucky, lucky to get a good one. Yeah, absolutely. You've got a you've got a very good one. Sort of about five or six months ago, he was going really well. Of course, we we had a chat to you on the catching pen um, around March. I think he won a a race at Dubbo, and then he kind of just lost a little bit of form through through the winter, but he's right back to his best. Was there any issues with him through that time and 
And if so, what have what have you been able to do with him to, to get him back to his best? Because he's he's really at the top of his game at the moment. Uh, he does have a bad track leg that, that we struggled with for a little bit. Um, before he won, in the heat of that race, he won at Dubbo. That's where he, he smashed it and it blew up. But we had to work hard on that, getting right for the final. And we've uh, sort of been a bit problematic um, for a while there, but we've, we've finally got it down and I think he sort of he didn't get much time to mature. We sort of put him in the big races straight away because he was going down with the rest of the kennel. Like he went to Brisbane with Spring Elegance and Spring Patriot, and uh, he's been going in the Sydney Sydney heats, so the like group heats that come up with with the other dogs. So I guess he's he was always green and young, and he's only just turned two years old. So. I think probably the track lead coming down and um, a bit of experience and age has just put him together. And going forward to, to this Friday night, uh, to the, sorry, this Saturday night, are you a ner- nervous sort of guy? Will, will you get nervous on the day or is, or will you just take it business as usual, just another race? Oh, I get you. Don't usually get too nervous, but I think I'm going to have to work hard to keep them under control on Saturday night with a million dollars on the line. But yeah, and, um, sure, my family will keep me under control. And and speaking of family, I believe Jai Opatire is is your cousin, who of course is a is Australia's latest uh, world champion boxer. Do you do you talk to him about like how he? I assume he would have got nervous before his big fight recently. Do you talk to him about the lead up to to something pretty special like this, and and how he dealt with the not, not so much pressure, but the the expectation, I suppose, of being it in something pretty special like this. Yeah, I guess you sort of just uh, you just know if you if you're in if you're in that position, you you're good enough to be there, so you shouldn't uh, try and keep him under control. And, believe you're good enough to be there, I suppose. And have you dared to dream in in winning the race? And, and if if you were fortunate enough to win, what would that mean for you? Do you have any ambitions to, to take Greyhound Racing training full-time or, or are you quite happy working with the, the family and doing what you're doing at the moment? Oh, it's always been a dream to train dogs full-time. So, yeah, it'd, been, it'd probably uh, set, me up, set me up well if I could if we could pull the million off, but yeah. And you've got box four on, on an, have you, have you had a good chance to go through the form for the race yet? And if so, um, how do you think the box draw has panned out for him? Yeah, probably first pick would have rather taken one, but then um, I don't mind the four because he's, he's a bit, he likes to get to the middle of the track. So as soon as he comes out, he'll be there. He just needs to jump and, yeah, he'll stay straight. If there's dogs around him, he won't run into them. So, mm. I, think. I guess, and I, I guess one better for his Gatlin's a bit the same. He'll like to stick up the track, and and Kyrgios on his inside will will go down towards the fence. So, in, in my from from my perspective, I thought I thought he was drawn quite nicely, and I thought the the place price about him was was quite a nice little bet at around ten or eleven dollars a play. So I think he's drawn okay for what it's worth yeah so do I well firstly a big congratulations on on winning his semi last week and also the the very best of luck to you 
this Saturday night in the Tab Million Dollar Chase. I'm, I'm sure there'll be a few nerves as you walk towards the boxes, but uh, hopefully he gets a clear run and 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 he he can run up to his his very best. And you just never know, do you? No. Hopefully he puts it all together and uh, be a dream come true. Absolutely, it would. So good luck on on Saturday, and I'm sure if you do win, we'll be chatting again next week. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. There's Jay Opatia, who's got Aglan Luai. He is the outsider in the Tabbing and Dollar Chase this Saturday night, but I'll give you the tip. He's, he's not the worst chance, that is for sure. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we'll chat with Shane Stiff, who's got Gypsy Yankee to start favourite in the Masters Meteor. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing now. He's grand only out fairly. Hold me up away fast and flying from the outside is Aston Barak. He's looking for the lead or he got bumped by Hold Me Up and he went back straight back through the field. Hold Me Up to the back leads. From here comes Buddy to second. Third Fat Boy's Dream around the outside. Fourth, he's grand. Therefore, a casual glance. Sombrero showdown and Aston Barak. But it's Hold Me Up to the home turn. He cornered by five on. Here comes Buddy who's trying hard. But it's Hold Me Up clear. And Hold Me Up's into the $10 million chase grand final. He beats Here Comes Buddy and Fat Boy's Dream. Fourth, he's grand. They're followed by casual glance, sombrero. Yeah, that was Hold Me Up winning his semi-final of the Tab Million Dollar Chase there at Wentworth Park last Friday. And we're joined by his trainer now, Joe Comito. Good morning to you, Joe. Good day. How are you going? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, congratulations on qualifying Hold Me Up through to the Tab Million Dollar Chase. How's he come through last Friday? And, and how's the excitement levels leading towards this Saturday night? Uh, look, he, he was a little bit flat after the run. He had a bit of a gut buster, so, you know, he did uh, have a, a real good crack. Um, but, yeah, look, you know, a day or two later, he was, he was fine, you know, and he was jumping around as per normal. So, yeah, so, you know, all systems go. Um, he just went up the straight this morning, so he's ready to go for Saturday. Yeah, he had. You just touched on. He had a had a gut buster. It was it was a pretty rough first sort of hundred meters or so for him. Uh, he drew the middle. He took out a couple wanting to to get down to the fence, and then the the key part of the race was at that first corner where he had that big bump with Aston Barak, but he was just able to ride that bump beautifully. And then once he once he got the clear air out in front, he was he was never going to to lose is. He, I guess his greatest asset is his, his his early speed. Is that the scenario you are hoping for? And on Saturday he can just get out and run and and. Well, that's it. I mean, you've, in a race like that, you've you've got to be up near the front. You know, the, you're not going to be coming from last to win a race like that. Um, you know, he did cop a bump you know, with the fall before he hit um, Barack. So, yeah, he copped a couple of bumps, but um, no, he's pulled. He's pulled through. So. He's ready to go, but um, yeah, you've got to be up near the leaders with you know in a class field like this. Yeah, absolutely. Just doing the the map earlier, it, um, I would be very surprised if if he's on fire, is not leading clearly at the first turn, particularly if he replicates that five thirty. But I know um, your guy hold me up. He can he can really fly, and if he could get to second, I would say he's a little bit stronger late than than he's on fire. So. Uh, if it's a scenario where he's he's close enough coming off the back straight, you just never know. And invariably, in the in the bigger races, if you're out in front and and you're out of trouble, you're taking that little bit of luck, I suppose, out of the equation. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure exactly. that would be yeah, I mean, a perfect scenario yeah. for you, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's right. I mean, he'll be coming out and heading to the rail. You know what I mean? So if you can tuck in on the rail somewhere, 
Um, he does rail good down the back, you know what I mean? He's gone under underdogs down the back before, so that's probably the scenario we're looking at. I don't think, you, you know, there's a chance of leaving, so, but look, these races, anything can happen, you know what I mean? So you just got to be in it to win it, I suppose. Yeah, for sure, and and just touch on what would um, winning the $10 million chase do, not only for for your career, but for your life in general. A million dollars, it's it's certainly life life changing money, isn't it? And just also the like to to be racing for for this prize money as well. It's 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 pretty hard to believe considering the situation Greyhound Racing in New South Wales was in not that long ago when the government tried to to ban the sport. It's a, a pretty crazy turnaround, isn't it? Oh, it's unbelievable that that sort of prize money. I mean, that's the sort of stuff you you dream of. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's incredible, you know, like the the amount of, of money in New South Wales at the moment. It's just going ahead in leaps and bounds, you know. But um, yeah, look, you, you know, you dare to dream with with something like that, you know what I mean? But um, we try and keep it low key, and and uh, you know, whatever happens, happens, you know. But um, yeah, it would be a dream come true. And on Saturday, will you will will anything change as far as the preparation? For yourself is concerned, or do you just try to keep it as as regular no, nothing's, as nothing's possible? changing at all. Like I said, we normally go up straight on the Tuesday for the Saturday, so he's gone up this morning. He's pulled up in, in one piece, which is a good sign. So, um, yeah, nothing's changed at all. So everything will be exactly the same. Um, um, you know, you, 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 you tend to think about trying to change things, but, you know, I've been told by a lot of experienced people, you know, do not change anything exactly the same and that's what I'm doing so yeah very good well firstly big congratulations on qualifying for the the 10 million dollar chase and then and then by extension a, a massive good luck to you this Saturday night it, it would certainly change your life no doubt about that if you are successful with hold me up uh, there on Saturday so good luck Joe and all your all your supporters as well with hold me up there in the 10 million dollar chase on Saturday night for sure. Thanks. Thanks to everyone and all the support I've been getting. Thanks. Thanks to everyone. There's Joe Comito who trains Hold Me Up in the Tab Million Dollar Chase Grand Final on this Saturday night. We'll have for a quick break on the other side. We'll retry Shane Stiff to chat with him about Gypsy Yankee. If not, we'll be chatting with Mark Arendale. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. And they're racing now, and Gypsy Yankee bounce well down on the inside. Zulu Warlord out fast, and they go together into the first turn. It's Gypsy Yankee using the rail to head off Zulu Warlord. Third getting up on the inside is Fire Legend, and fourth the outside Kiss and Cut. They're followed by Maldini Trades made in the trail to excel. But off the back straight and Gypsy Yankees going well. Let it by five Zulu Warlord. Then Fire Legend on the fence but turning for home. It's all Gypsy Yankee. And Gypsy Yankee wins it brilliantly. Second home, Fire Legend. Third's close, Zulu Warlord or diving through Trades made. They're followed in by Latrell to excel. Yeah, that was Gypsy Yankee winning a heat of the Masters Meteor at Wentworth Park last Wednesday. He'll start favourite. In the final this week, and we're joined by his trainer, Shane Stiff. Good morning to you, Shane. Good morning, Matt. How are you, mate? Morning, listeners. Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, congratulations on Gypsy Yankee qualifying as favourite for the Masters Meteor. How did he come through last week and and confidence levels going into this Saturday night? Mate, uh, 
he's a marvellous old dog. And as I said already, all credit should go to uh, Tom and George and the Daly's uh, four-year-old dog to be in such great condition. Um, I can't fault him. Uh, mate, he's had the two for two for us and, and done everything right. Uh, confidence levels, mate, you know, a box six in anything in the way I bet, but... Um, you know, he's got the form, he's done everything right, he's pulled up good and uh, we just can't fault him. Just a little bit of luck, but a little bit of luck to all the good old dogs in the race. Hope they all get around nice and safe and uh, and we get to take them home all in one piece. That's the main thing. Yeah, absolutely. And just touch a little bit about on, on how you um, were able to get him into to your care. I believe there you tried to buy him, but he wasn't for sale, but then... Uh, the dailies, they said, well, we'll send him up to you anyway. You can train him and, and try and win this race. Yeah, yeah. George and Tom are good mates. They've trained dogs for us before. And I think it's a race that goes unnoticed by most people. So uh, I said to George, did you want to sell him? He said, no, I'll give it a couple of weeks. And then I rang him back and tried to buy him again. And cut a long story short, he said, what do you want him for? I said, oh, I picked out a race. I said, don't you look at the program and have a look at this race? They didn't know about it. And uh, about 10 minutes later, he rang back with Tom on the phone and said, we're not selling him, but you can take him for the race. And, the re- you know, the rest of the last five or six weeks has been real good. And sometimes I think with them old dogs, he's been with Daly since the day he was born. So he was right into their routine for four years. And to come away from that different environment, different kennel, you know, different training, um, not that we do much different, but we uh, we do, do, do different and... And um, it's just give him a new lease of life. And as I said, he, he's like a 16, 17-month-old pup around the kennel. Like when you're going to slip, he's barking. He's on his back feet. He wants to go. So, uh, yeah, just, just a thrill to be in a nice race for that. And, you know, 100K to the winner, it's, uh, it's, it's enormous. Yeah, absolutely it is. And I guess that's probably the one thing. Victoria probably don't have a race like this for those dogs that, that get on in age. So uh, there's probably more old dogs in Victoria that that aren't aware that the Masters Meteor is a race that is worth 100000 and it, and it does. And like you said, it's, it's probably like anything with humans. If you're in the same job, I suppose, for, for 15, 20 years and then get a new job, all of a sudden you've got this new spring in your step and it's, it probably is the same with, with greyhounds, I would, I would assume, as well. I, I, a change of environment, a spruce up and, and something different, it's, it, it, is, it is good for them. They... they, they it depends on the dog. They are creatures of habit. Some like the same thing every day. Obviously, he did. He won seventeen, eighteen races down there and a hundred and something thousand. But what you got to remember with him, six starts ago, he was racing free for all in Melbourne. Now he's come back to the Masters class too. You know, um, the age of the race and that fitted that dog right down to a T. So um, it, it, it said it's all been good. So. Uh, no bad luck on Saturday night, and fingers crossed. I said uh, we're in there with a good chance anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure if he gets clear running, he's going to be very hard to beat. And of course, uh, towards the end of last week um, in in Victoria, we had the announcement of the the Phoenix slots, and yourself and Marty Hallinan uh, have have got a slot in that race. Firstly, a big congratulations to you, and just secondly, um, how excited uh, are both yourself and Marty to uh, to have a slot in the in the Phoenix in, in at the Meadows in December. Yeah, yeah, well, we did put in for one last year and we got knocked back and um, Scotty and the boys and the committee at uh, uh, the Meadows said, oh, you're going to go this year. And we weren't going to because we didn't think we were a chance. And they said, no, no, put in, put in. So we did and 
Um, another mate's got a share in it with us too, Glenn Walters. Uh, we've put in, and, and luckily enough, uh, we've got through. So uh, puts us in a good spot. Um, Marty's got a lot of zipping dogs that are going real good, and I've got quite a few keeping dogs that aren't going real good. So uh, we'll, we'll get, we've got a lot of dogs to choose from, but there's no real point to say we're going to have one of our own dogs either. We've treated it as a punting, bit of a punting opposition too. You know, you've got 100,000 in there, but you've got a chance of winning 100,000, so you've got nine to one for your 100. Um, you can't get that on with many of the corporates anymore. Um, they don't want to bet you at all, so uh, we've got a chance. We'll just look around. We'll leave it to later. still 12 weeks to the race, and anyone that trains a dog knows there's a lot of things happen um, between dogs between now and then, and Marty's breaking in a lot of new ones, and we are at the moment too, so we might... This time last year, I don't think Wouchie Fasted still won a race. Hadn't had a start, and then went boom, boom, boom. So a nice, young, smart pup. But as I said at the moment, Marty's got Maserati at home, and um, Kyrgios and, and, and Orlando, he's the boom dog in, in New South Wales at the moment. And, you know, I'd love to have an Orlando in, in the kennel. Um, but will the Meadows suit them dogs becomes another question. But it's a great concept, the race. I'm a big supporter. I don't know why more owners and breeders and trainers don't get involved. Um, um, I mean, there is still a carrot of a million dollars to the winner, but the prize money all the way down comes good too, you know. And and supporting racing, doesn't matter where it is, New South Wales, you know, Victoria, Queensland, WA, um, supporting these good races is, is always uh, good to put something back into the industry. Yeah, absolutely. And if, and also in, in WA, we, we, we heard the announcement last week that um, there's going to be three slot races for each of the codes over there. So again, a, another feather into the cap of the uh, of the sport of greyhound racing, the, the prize money levels at the moment are, are quite ridiculous. Um, and pretty much from now until the end of the year, there's, there's so much money on offer so there's no better time to be to be owning a greyhound at the moment Jacko, i was talking to someone this morning they said if you're owning training breeding punting or doing something with greyhounds and you're not making a quid uh you're probably doing something wrong because the money is very 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 good at the moment you know um the prize there's big races on every week somewhere especially in new south wales but in in Victoria, in the country somewhere, and it's the job of the trainers now pinpointing where, what, and how you can go to, and you know, keeping your dogs in tip-top condition. It's uh, it is an art form. Don't worry about that. But uh, um, yeah, it's not a better time to own a dog in, in any part of Australia. You know, the prize money is enormous. Yeah, absolutely, it is. It's it's spectacular. Well, firstly, good luck with Gypsy Yankee this Saturday night in the Masters Meteor and. Then by extension, not just to you, but also to to Glenn and Marty with that with that Phoenix slot. I know uh, Marty's got a lot of good ones as you as you did touched on, um, but I but I know that you guys will will do the form thoroughly and and you'll make sure you pick the 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 best greyhound for your slot to give yourself the best opportunity to yeah, win that race. So. Maybe our one hasn't even started yet, or maybe if, if it's mine or Marty's or or we can find something you you wouldn't know, you know. They said I just finished about another thirty or forty trials here at Dubbo and there's a couple that went around, a couple of smart people walking up here to me now that put some nice ones around that yeah, you wouldn't mind getting, you know. So uh they said it's uh they said it's just a 
it was a great time to be in the industry. And I'd just like to wish everyone in finals at Wentworth Park on Saturday night the best of luck in all them races. Because uh, they said there's eight dogs running for a million dollars. Uh, um, you know, um, Aglan Luai for... Uh, what she was here on Saturday night, and a little bit of nerves and all that, but uh, a young apprentice plumber having a dog running for a million dollars that he owns and trains and, and done everything himself is, uh, is unbelievable how good our sport's become. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, and, and second those words. So, yeah, good luck on the, on the weekend, and I'm sure we'll be chatting again soon. No worries. Thanks a lot, Jacker. There's Shane Stiff, who prepares Gypsy Yankee in the Masters Meteor this week, and as we just touched on, has a slot in the Phoenix with Marty Hallinan and, and also Glenn Walter. We'll have for a quick break, we'll chat with Mark Arendale on the other side. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Hello and welcome back to Going Greyhounds on this morning's show. Our last guest, Mark Arendale. Good morning to you, Mark. Good morning, Matt. Uh, firstly, how are the how are the how are the excitement levels or, or nervous levels? I suppose coming to to Wentworth Park to to call a race for the first time this Saturday night. Oh, absolutely massive! Um, as a as a bush caller, um, starting off as a young bloke, um, way back when I was sixteen years of age. Um, yeah, you, you you grow up listening to the likes of Paul Ambrosoli and Co. calling races at headquarters and. Uh, uh, oh, it's it's a massive thrill to be coming uh, down just for the Chad Million Dollar Chase night, let alone uh, getting the opportunity to call a race. And uh, I'm certainly looking forward to that. Uh, you uh, had the privilege to, to come up to my neck of the woods, my home ground, and call the Thunderbolt night. And now I I get to a chance to come down and call a race on uh, one of New South Wales Greyhound races at night. So it's certainly a big thrill. Yeah, I, I could I could just imagine. I remember when I I came up to to Grafton, I was I was just excited to to go to somewhere new um, and, and call somewhere new. But then, unfortunately, you got sick, so we weren't able to uh, to to catch up and have a beer post race. So I must admit, I I'm going to wrap myself in cotton wool so the same thing doesn't occur to me this week. But um, yeah, from my perspective, when Alan Hilsinger, who's the the CEO of the GBOTA came to me and asked uh, if I would be interested in in having you along to to call a race. I must admit, I I jumped at the chance, and um, just for yeah, for people like yourself, I know Cal's called uh, races at Wentworth Park, Harry Clark, and and things like that. So for you guys that are always calling in the country to get the opportunity to not only call at Wentworth Park but to call a race on on what is become fast becoming the biggest night of greyhound racing in new south wales i'm all for for letting you guys come down and and call a race and experience what wentworth park is um i'm sure all the guys that have called there they 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 would all say the same thing even if there's 50 people there there's just a sense of of atmosphere being so close to the city um you're up very high it's 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 an it's an experience like no other. So um, I know that you will thoroughly enjoy yourself there on Saturday night, and I can't wait to, to show you all the ropes. Oh, I can't wait to get there, Matt. And um, I know what it'll be like um, just prior to, to calling the race. It'll it, it'll feel like um, my first race call all over again. Uh, the nerves will be there and, and everything like that. And, uh, such a special night as well. 
to 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 be involved in. So yeah, I can't wait to get down there and uh, and enjoy the night. And as far as the million dollar chase is concerned, of course, we saw all the semis last last weekend run and one. Have you had a chance to have a look at the race um, as far as a, from a form perspective? And, and if so, do you have a have a theory on who you think might might win the race? Well, certainly sort of no expert on the, the winning form like, like yourself and, and Wiz and Co. But um, I'll tell you what, it, it, it's an absolute promoter's dream. There's so many stories that can potentially come out of this race, you know. Like you, you've got young Jay Opateo, at 19 with Aglan Luai and uh, you've got Zipping Kyrgios, the king, potentially uh, his last race or one of his last races and uh, you've got Peter Lagosiani chasing three with French Martini and uh, uh, the Tassie Dog back in Ernie. Um, there's just, just so many stories and, and it's it's a fitting race. So just looking at the market, just from my perspective, it looks like the market's pretty well right. You've got the speed with he's on fire and if Gatlin can reproduce that, obviously they're going to be very hard to beat. I just thought hold me up might be a bit of a, a question mark from the six. He seemed to want to get over from uh, to the fence there early, so I don't know whether that will pose problems for for the likes of Gatlin and Co on the inside of him, which may give uh, the likes of French Martini and Zipping Alabama a decent run out wide. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, the draws made it very interesting because, like you just touched on with Gatlin, doing what he did last week, I think surprised pretty much everyone. Not the fact that he won the race, but more the way that he won the race, the time that he ran, and he's a greyhound that will stay up towards the the middle of the track. And like you just touched on, hold me up, wanted to crash left last week, so. Um, that run between those two to the first corner will certainly be interesting. But French Martini's another greyhound that will want to try and get down towards the rail as well. So I was just a little bit concerned about where she's drawn. And then, of course, Zipping Alabama, if, if she was able to miss all that trouble that I think might occur out wide and she could get down to the fence, the way she's going at the moment with her finish, she'd only need to be within three or four lengths of them off the back straight and she'd be a, a big winning chance. But... Yeah, from my perspective, I just thought the race looks to set up beautifully for, for Zipping Kyrgios. I, I know he's got He's on Fire to his inside who will, will want to get up the track, but I just think He's on Fire is such a good beginner that he'll miss Kyrgios early and, and then Kyrgios will just drop down to the fence and and track McInerney and He's on Fire and, and he should be able to run past those two late in the race. So I thought it played out perfectly for him, but yeah, like you mentioned, there's so many storylines that... Uh, that are in this race, and and there'll be a, a fitting winner, no doubt, there on Saturday night. Yeah, I'm a bit the same way, Matt. Sort of heart and head. Like um, the head says, Zipping Kiros is drawn with uh, drawn okay with he's on fire, potentially leading them up, and him getting to sit and and play his usual stalking role. But you know, the heart also says, well, geez, what what a winner to be if the king could pull it off. Yeah, absolutely. I've been fortunate enough to to call him winning plenty of those big races in the country. He's never been able to score a major win at Wentworth Park, but this would be a a fitting way. Like you touched on, it might be his last start. He might have one or two more, but what a fitting way it would be to to finish off his career with a a million-dollar chase win. Certainly would be, mate, for sure. Well, firstly... um, all the best for your week. I can't wait to catch up with you on, on Saturday 
Saturday night. I'm not t- too sure what time I'll get there. I'm a Geelong Cat, Cat supporter, so of course we're in the, the grand final on Saturday. So I'm not sure where I'll be watching that. I might be in a, a very good mood or a very bad mood. What was that? Sorry. We'll be going head to head on that one. I'm a Swans supporter. <laughs> yeah, well, so one of us is going to be in a good mood, the other's going to be in a foul mood. We just don't know which way yet. Yes, yeah, correct. No, very good. Well, yeah, I can't wait for Saturday night, and it's going to be a special night, and I'm really looking forward to hearing your call as well, and we'll make sure we'll have a couple of beers after after the last is run and won. Yeah, just another thing too, Matt, a bit of local flavour there in the uh, the Masters media final. I know uh, Shane Stiff's Greyhound and a few others are going to be hard to beat. It's a, it, they're all tough races, the, these big money races, but uh, the $8 about old fire legend, he's now christened the mayor, we've christened him the mayor of Graston and I know leading up to the race the week before it wasn't all plain sailing for Mark Maroney with Fire Legend so I think you'll find uh, a better dog uh, in the final this week and of course he'll need to be but at $8 I think he's uh, he's a, a great local hope for us Graftonites cheering him on on Saturday night Yeah well, absolutely yeah. There was, there was the, I heard that he was very lucky to even start last week, Mark was Correct. Had left it pretty much up to race morning, and and he was okay to start then. But yeah, he he was terrific, and if he can get back to his very best this week, he's definitely going to be a a big chance in that Masters meteor. Yeah, we'll be cheering him on. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, we'll catch up Saturday, and and the best of luck. Yeah, looking forward to it, Matt. It'll be great to catch up with you. Sounds good. There's Mark Arendale, who, of course, is coming to Wentworth Park to call a race for the first time this Saturday on Tab Ming and Dollar Chase night. That wraps up this morning's show. The podcast will be up online soon. Good luck. Hope you find many winners. What a night it will be at Wentworth Park on Saturday night for the Tab Ming and Dollar Chase.